0: We like you, but please don't come to visit us right now. That's pretty much the message from Premier John Horgan yesterday to people in other provinces. For more on that, we're joined now by Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria. Hi, Richard.
1: Hi, Sydney. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Uh, Would you say that was accurate, the message from the Premier yesterday?
1: Yeah, it sure was. And and I think this is a message we've now heard from him for a few weeks, if not a few months. And uh, I'm not sure yet if it is resonating with others, because the people who are watching these press conferences predominantly live here in British Columbia, and I know his comments have received some national attention, but largely they're being used to sort of send a message to British Columbians that, look, I'm sending a message saying I want people do remain in our province and that is my gift to you as british columbians for doing all of your hard work to cut down on the spread of the virus and you know i'm not convinced that that is the correct strategy uh, if there is legitimate concern around the transmission of the virus uh, due to interprovincial travel you know i know the province isn't seeing a big case of that yet but as we head towards especially spring break in march I think the province is going to need to put in additional measures to make it very clear that there is worry and concern about those coming from Ontario and Quebec and other provinces into B.C. And just telling people not to come uh, is not going to be good enough to get the result that Premier Horgan is looking for.
0: Right, because once again, I think spring break, our spring break is later, right, than other provinces. And we haven't fully heard from other provinces yet what their plans are for their spring breaks.
1: Yeah, so Ontario's grappling with scrapping spring break entirely. Uh, we know that there's expected to be additional measures uh, potentially from the United States before then. You know, clearly not aligned with our spring break, but uh, just out of an attempt to try to cut down the spread there, potentially restrictions of travel into the U.S., we know that the prime minister is grappling with ways to work with provinces to encourage people not to travel in spring break. So, yes, there is some time and there are other uh, jurisdictions that could put things in place that will help protect British Columbia. But as, you know, people in Ontario and Quebec and other provinces, I pick on them because of the largest provinces in the country, as they... You know, there are people there who are legitimately looking at, you know, ignoring advice around not traveling. And it's becoming prohibitively harder to travel to the United States and down into the Caribbean. They may look to other places in Canada where it may be warmer where they may be able to get away from, you know, their existence for a little bit. And BC could be a pretty good landing spot. And I think that could be very, very bad for British Columbians. And And restricting interprovincial travel is challenging. Yeah. But a lot of these measures were put in place to be are challenging. And so I think the, the Premier's Office and, and the government and, and the Provincial Health Office is really grappling with, you know, how do we do this to... Send a message that we're not open, but also ensure that, you know, there's rules in place that are enforceable.
0: I think what happens with this situation then is because, as you point out, people in British Columbia hear the message over and over, right? People in other provinces don't. People from other provinces show up here and they feel this antagonistic attitude from people who live here because we know what we've been told. So I do wonder why the premier doesn't do more of an effort to do more media perhaps in these other provinces, like in Alberta, to go on radio there and just say, listen, we love you guys, but please, please don't come visit BC right now.
1: Yeah, and I think with Alberta, it is a really tricky relationship because of that shared border, uh, because there are people in some cases who, you know, rely on hospitals and some cases schools and other essentials on the other side of the provincial border. But yes, I I think that we may see uh, an increase in uh, the premier's communications to Albertans around even family day coming up and then looking towards spring break. You know, He mentioned, he went out of his way yesterday to mention Fernie, and that is a place where we had seen substantial transmission, uh, and the thought was mainly due to an intermingling of people coming from British Columbia, and people coming from Alberta, and that led to transmission of the virus because people were doing apres ski events. Those numbers have gone way down in Fernie with a really concerted public information campaign. We are slowly seeing a little bit of a downtick in Whistler in terms of transmission. Uh, we have seen a downtick in Revelstoke in transmission. And I think a lot of that is around the communications we've heard over the last few months. And so I think we may be getting the conversation started with Albertans coming and other British Columbians traveling, but it's about expanding it even further to, to really you know ensure that those rules are in place, working with operators to give them tools to stop travelers from out of province the financial support potentially for those operators that are worried about going under if they don't if they miss out on the revenues that will come in in spring break all of these are things that are being discussed by horgan's cabinet as they grapple with tangible ways to slow down the spread and to to keep up confidence in the public to buy into this as we you know Horgan mentioned ten weeks. We've got the toughest ten weeks in front of us now, because of the weather, because of transmission, because of where we've plateaued here, and we don't—it's it, stubbornly staying up in that yeah, low four hundreds. That this next ten weeks is is the key ten weeks. And I know, Sammy, we've heard this before that I every know. ten <laughs> weeks is crucial. But this, you know, based on where we're at and all of it, this, this is the ten weeks that, that matter the most with the variants. With concerns about the vaccine, about our vaccination plan about to ramp up. Th- this is the time. Yeah. And I think, you know, it would be nice to see some tangible rules and, and, and laws and restrictions to help prevent the spread during the stretch period.
0: Where are we at with the vaccine situation that I understand that they expect more doses to really start showing up now?
1: Yeah, so we're slowly starting to see the numbers go up. So we vaccinated, I think, fewer than 1,500 people yesterday, which I need to look at my day-to-day numbers, but it's pretty close to a daily low during this uh, area where we've had the reduced shipments from Pfizer and Moderna. But uh, as of the back end of this week, those shipments are starting to increase. Uh, we haven't received uh, any uh board otherwise from the federal government about those shipments being slashed. and This is all now targeting for BC mass immunizations for those 80 plus starting at the beginning of March. And so over the next few weeks, uh, we are going to find out the details for exactly how the province will be immunizing that population, how they will be informed. Premier Horgan gave a clue into that yesterday, saying that they're going to be working with their MLAs to communicate with people in their communities. So if you are over the age of 80 or know someone that is, reach out to your local MLA. They'll be able to help you ensure that you get uh, on the list to get that vaccination. And don't call today. Wait until next week. That's when we'll get more details. (laughs) They will use traditional media uh they're encouraging everyday British Columbians, if you have a friend or neighbor in community over the age of eighty, reach out to them, make sure they know when it is their turn, because they will hear from the province and there will be lots of information provided by CKW and on global television and, and other traditional media to ensure people know. And so it's just the province is confident they will have the vaccines to do that program. Uh and it's gonna be crucial to sort of keep that running and, and make sure that they can get to everyone because there'll be challenges It was on long term care. It was simple in some senses that everyone was in the same
0: spot. Exactly. Now that people are
1: living in the community, it becomes a little bit more challenging to reach them.
0: This is that the challenging thing that you've seen in other jurisdictions, too, right? Is the getting the appointment, showing up for the appointment. This this is where all the organization really comes into effect, doesn't it?
1: Yeah. And this is a, the toughest population. Harder to move around. There'll be language barriers. There will be concerns around COVID-19 and, and leaving their homes. And, you know, it's yes, challenging it's still with the Pfizer vaccine to move it to different locations. And so it is going to be a test of how organized British Columbia is here, because this is the the real target group. They are vulnerable, for serious illness, if they receive COVID nineteen, and it's going to see, you know, Doctor Penny Balam is in charge of doing this with, alongside Doctor Bonnie Henry, and they've put in a lot of work, and, and we'll see that plan next week, and then we'll see whether it works uh, starting at the beginning of March.
0: Also, Richard, I will be thinking about you uh, Friday night into Saturday morning because just looking at the Environment Canada website, did you know there's a winter storm watch for Victoria? For I did not know that. Yeah, just got but posted. I Just got posted this morning. Significant snowfall expected in Victoria. My kids will
1: be very excited. I like when it's on the weekends because then I can go enjoy the snow with my kids. You know, I think listeners know I grew up in Ottawa. I am used to the snow. My wife grew up in Edmonton. She is also used to the snow. My children grew up in British Columbia. Simmy not so used (laughs) to the snow. So. They get pretty excited when it snows, so I I think they will be thrilled yeah, uh, will. with the fact that you know we may be able to go out on the sled and put on the snow boots and the snow pants and make some snowmen. So, all right, know, well
0: you can tell them we're to not get excited. be driving
1: anywhere, which is nice, and then we can enjoy the you know, I know it's challenging when it snows in our community; it shuts everything down. But for us, it will be pretty sweet if it comes.
0: Well, tell them they got something to look forward to then. <laughs> <I> <laughs> thanks, will. Richard. Yeah, thanks, Amy. <laughs>